Hi there, my name is Amanda Poole Walsh and I'm the founder of Astrology Hub. And I'm Donna Woodwell, Astrology Hub's Master Astrologer and Senior Editor. And we are here for your weekly forecast for the week starting May 6th. Donna, let's start with the theme. What is the theme for us this week? For sure, it's smell the roses. You gotta trust that things will work out with perfect timing if you just keep at it and stay present. Aim for that sweet spot we call flow. Let's talk about the week and you'll see what I mean. Starting on Monday, dig in. Just this weekend, we had the new moon in earthy, sensual Taurus. And on Monday, Mercury's also sliding into Taurus to join this garden party. I mean, who doesn't love Taurus? It's an earth sign and it's earthy and grounded and ruled by Venus, the goddess of pleasure and sensuality. So all the yummy things at life rolled into one. So naturally, the moon loves it here too, because it's comfy and safe and the perfect fertile ground for growing things. So if you read the tarot cards, Taurus, in a way, is like the empress and her garden that she's surrounded by, divinely feminine and very aware of the power of the sensual world. So to me, there's only one downside with Taurus, and it's totally understandable in this case, because if you're surrounded by your heart's desire, why would you want to leave? And hence, Taurus can get a little stuck not wanting to move, even when movement is necessary. So here we are, Mercury, that trickster god of in-between places, sneaking into Taurus. Let's talk Mercury. When he wasn't delivering messages for all the other gods, what he was doing was getting into trouble. In one myth, he even stole the sun god Apollo's cattle. And, well, Taurus is a bull, and that's, well, cattle. It was all in fun, though. And once caught, Mercury gave the cows back, and then he gave Apollo the lyre, and that's a guitar that he just invented to smooth things over a little bit. But beware, puckish Mercury won't dwell long in the forest of Taurus. He's only there for two weeks. He's picking up a lot of speed as he races back to his home sign of Gemini. Then that's when he'll copycat Mars and getting some out-of-bounds antics. So, like a midsummer night's dream come early, this energy of Mars with the sun and moon in Taurus will open up our senses and allow us the opportunity to savor the moment. So use this as a time to be present to your own desires. You know, what I was thinking about when I was writing this, Ferris Bueller's advice kept coming to mind. You know, life moves pretty fast. If you don't stop and look around once in a while, you could miss it. I bet a lot of folks will play hooky just like Ferris this week, but more about that in a little bit. Okay, Tuesday might go a little better for you if you just don't believe what you see or what you think you see. Now, the moon's in Gemini, making all kinds of aspects today, to Neptune, to Venus, to Jupiter, to Mars, but it's like being stuck in a sitcom where you feel a tendency to overreact for all the wrong reasons, especially in the realm of relationships. So if you've got that itch that you've been wronged somehow or that your freedom is being hampered, you might want to escape entirely. But if the relationship is really important to you, give your passions a reality check. That's Venus squaring Saturn for you in astrology speak. Then maybe go take a cold shower and cool off. Because if you feel moments pass and you can reflect on and see if your concerns are real or just phantom echoes in your own mind all blown out of proportion. And this is going to come up as a theme this week and next week. So 
think of this as foreshadowing. If there's a, really a problem, don't worry, it's going to come back and you'll become really clear as these couple weeks go by. But Amanda, what do you do when you find you need a reality check? Well, let me, can I just ask you a question to clarify some of the things that you just said? All right, so you're, you're saying the next couple weeks, we're going to be feeling this kind of like reality check thing? I mean, is that, is that what you're saying? This Venus square Saturn energy or? What's going to happen over the next couple of weeks, just in a nutshell, is Venus is squaring Saturn right now on her way out of the sign of Aries, which she's not really happy in. And then she's going to move into Taurus in her own sign. But first thing she's going to do when she's in Taurus is bump into Uranus. So um, there's a lot of things happening that's, that are causing you to really question what you're doing in terms of values. And that includes your relationships because relationships are well, hopefully things you put value in. So there may be little things coming up here and there. We'll talk about it you know, multiple times over the coming days that cause you to think, huh, is what I'm reacting to about this situation actually happening to me? Or am I just kind of having a knee-jerk reaction about what I think is happening. I'm playing out some old script that reality no longer matches. Does that make sense? It does. Yeah. I mean, I think it, it goes to what you were talking about earlier about this invitation for us to be present and to be as present as possible in the moment versus, you know, finding ourselves getting stuck back in the past in some old thing that we're bringing into the present us getting anxious about the future and what this one thing may mean about the future and really just being realistic about what's literally happening, like literally happening in that moment. Does that make sense? I mean, is, am I kind of summarizing that the way that you would? Yeah. And I, I think about, you know, I think about times that I've been in relationships with people and, you know, sometimes what they say I have to stop myself for a moment because what they say has triggered me. And when you get triggered, what that means is you've had something in your past that hurt you in some way, shape, or form. And to be triggered means you're no longer reacting to that situation as it is. You're reacting to the script that you have in your head. And the less you're focusing on what's actually happening in your life. And all of a sudden, you're spinning off someplace else into a reality that's not real. That's, that's what we're really called to face over the next couple of weeks. And again, it's the reality check that I think is at the heart of Saturn and Capricorn. Saturn and Capricorn wants us to be real. And in the wanting to be real, that means that we have to understand what role our reality bubble that we make for ourselves can be in running our lives. Yeah. You know, this actually speaks to something that we're going to be featuring on episode number 26 in a couple of weeks. We, I had a great conversation with a woman that they call the relationship whisperer. Her name's Cindy Sansom Braff, and she's going to be featured as one of the bonus interviews for the Soul Purpose course students. But she also, I also interviewed her for the podcast. And one of the questions I asked her about was, how do we know when we're projecting our stuff on someone else and thinking it's them when really it's us? And this is, I mean, I think this is one of the biggest things in relationship that we can find ourselves doing 
And I like what you just said about triggers. You know, when, when you find yourself in that like knee jerk trigger, you, you can pretty much guarantee that like it's not real, like what you're responding to isn't what's actually happening. It's more you. But I think this, like you said, this, so this sounds like an invitation for us to be exploring that within ourselves and how often it happens and really, really become aware of it. Absolutely. And actually, I don't have any and. <laughs> well, this one's hard because I just, I feel like this one is confusing. Like it's like, it's like naturally confusing to know, you know? So to me, it just, I don't know that there is an answer more a, a like I said, invitation to explore and get more intimate with yourself about. Absolutely. So we'll have to put a pin in this one because we're going to come back to it multiple times over the coming weeks. I, I, I have a feeling we're going to have this conversation. That's the beauty about astrology. You get lots of chances to practice, so you really get it. So, okay, moving on to Wednesday. I am sure more than a few people are going to follow Ferris out the door on Wednesday and play hooky from, well, whatever constrains you. Once a year, Mercury, that trickster energy, and Uranus, that trickster on a whole much bigger cosmic level, meet in the heavens. And neither are satisfied with the status quo. So make the most of it. Declare your own change of pace day. At least that's what we called it back when I was in boarding school. Every once in a while, the headmaster would announce that classes were canceled for the day, and we'd have a top, the opportunity to go do whatever. You know, the mind needs these kinds of breaks from time to time to maintain our creative spark and zest for life. So get out of your right or your comfort zone and do something completely different from whatever it is you usually do. If you can't take off the whole day, you know, sneak out for an afternoon matinee or a comedy, of course. If you can't do that, at least schedule some kind of staff retreat because there must be something in your business that could use a little bit of brainstorming capitalize on this day's urge to think outside the box. Now, the force is still going to be with you all the way into Thursday morning. Imagination and luck are on your side. So again, take advantage of these good vibrations to get things done before lunchtime. If you're on the East Coast, that is. The West Coast, places further west may sleep through the peaceful, easy feeling that others are going to enjoy on Thursday morning. And then... Blue storm clouds are going to start rolling in on Thursday, late morning, early afternoon. It's what astrologers call a cardinal T-square. Now, that just means that the moon is opposing that uh, Saturn and underworldly Pluto, while feisty Venus and Aries squares the lot of them. And this is a classic aspect of the Me Too power in action. Women taking on the establishment Moms unite for Mother's Day week, but it's often when we take on the powers of be that are out there that we realize that the real power lies within us. But we can only access it when we stop blaming and start claiming what we already have. And there's power in emotions and intuition and a path with heart. So stop buying into the concept that those things are somehow second class or less than you know the intellectual or the uh, achievement-oriented things are life. And the results may surprise you. Okay, on into the weekend. And TGIF, Friday certainly starts with a roar as the moon slides into Leo. And your creative enthusiasm may help you coast through the morning hours productively enough. But come afternoon, well, your internal soundtrack might 
escalate from happy, you know, that song, clap your hands if you feel like that's what you want to do, to take this job and shove it. Okay, maybe not quite that dramatically, but you probably do need to give yourself a break. The last few months have been rough, and spring is finally here, at least in your, if you're in the northern hemisphere anyway. Being stuck inside isn't going to cut it today. Besides, if the urge to get out and play is so strong, it's distracting you. Well, really, why are you trying so hard to work on a Friday afternoon anyway? The sensible thing to do is just walk away and put in a few extra hours another time if you need to catch up. Maybe even tomorrow. Saturday is actually the best day of a whole week to get some real work done. You know, the grown-up kind of work where things actually get checked off some list that you've made for yourself. It's the first quarter moon, so there's finally a drive to lean in and stop messing around. Plus, Saturday features one of the twice-annual Saturn retrograde, in this case, harmonious trines to the sun. So if there's some project that's been hanging out on your list forever, or something you started but never got around to finishing, today's the perfect day to go ahead and get it done. Because if you do, you'll likely enjoy the instant karmic reward on Saturday evening. That great, buoyant, transcendent feeling of a job well done, that you've earned some playtime on Saturday night. I always love times when Jupiter gets in the mix in the evening hours because we just want to go out and have fun. I don't know about you, Amanda, but I, I think we certainly need some fun these days. And then finally, we're on to Sunday. You know, this week is a perfect example of why. In a sane world, we pick our own work schedule because after a great morning to celebrate Mother's Day, a Sunday brunch, a walk in the park, or just to snuggle with your honey, the moon is going to move into Virgo about midday on the East Coast, morning in the West. So perhaps if you're still feeling the momentum from a job well done on Saturday, you want to go with it. If you're on a roll, get organized, make your plans, and by evening you might feel like the path to real freedom, the kind that's sustainable, lies within your grasp. You know, Amanda, I know what I'm using this weekend for. I think I mentioned a few weekends ago, I, my Virgo self hired a personal organizer to help me go paperless. There's piles of paper I've just been throwing in bins for months because I've been so busy. So we spent a few hours shredding bins of paper and she'd say things like, hey, Donna, do you really need to keep this utility bill statements from 2014? Because um, I don't see any reason why they're adding to your life at this point in time. So we got as much done as we could, but... There was too much stuff to be done, and so I'm almost done, but not quite. And I've been super busy the last few weeks again, and so I'm mar marking off on my calendar for this weekend to just sit down and finish. And it's going to be so amazing to see these buckets that have been sitting in my living room for, gosh, probably two years now will be gone. And I I'm certainly going to feel awful lot of pounds of paper lighter at the end. So, Amanda, what about you? I know you're in the middle of some things. What earthly, Saturn-y things have been hanging around your world that you just want to finish? Mm, you're inspiring me. I've been wanting to minimalize my home environment and make it a project that I do with the girls, you know, with my two little girls. Um, you're just getting rid of stuff. Like, it's amazing how stuff accumulates. I don't even think of myself as a person who, like, I'm like the kind of the opposite of like a hoarder, and yet things continue to accumulate. They just do. So it sounds like that would be a good time to do some minimalizing in the home. Yeah. 
especially with kids, you know, because yeah, they're always growing up from one thing to the next thing. And, you know, I, those empty bins, one of the first empty bin went into my daughter, who's 14 now, into her room with a little post-it note on it that says, Monster High Dolls, go in here. <laughs> <laughs> well, it- she's never going to look at them again. And they've got to come out. But that's just one more thing on the list. Totally. Well, and my little cuties are always like drawing things. Like, so there's all these like, you know, pieces of paper with drawings on it. And, and I feel bad throwing them away. But what I've started doing is taking pictures of them. So we, we have them, but then I throw away the paper because it's just, it just gets way too much. Um, so it sounds, Donna, like there's some things happening this weekend or this week. It's very much like this Taurus garden party kind of week. Um, where we're being, we're being asked to savor the moment, to be present to our desires and our values. And in the middle of the week, there's this energy around, you know, am I reacting to what's actually happening or is what's happening bringing up something from my past? Is it real? You know, really asking these questions like what's really happening. And then, but really overall this week is very much, I like this change of pace day that you brought up. Um, it's really kind of like a change of pace week where it sounds like the work week is maybe not the most productive and the weekend will be more productive. And so as much as you can within the confines of your world, go with that. You know, like if you do need to take some time off, if you do need to take breaks, if you do need to shift gears, give yourself the permission to do that. And then, um, you know, if you, if you put off a bunch of stuff and you need to get it done over the weekend, use the weekend to do that. So we can do that, you guys. <laughs> Yeah, I'm reminded of what you said a few weeks ago, Amanda, that those who are really successful spend just as much time and focus on recharging as they do for working. And so I think that's where the theme smell the roses um, comes from, is that middle of the week, the energy isn't on the grindstone. It's on enjoying the spring and the things that life can bring. And if we do that, guess what? We'll probably be a lot more focused on the weekend to do what we were going to do in the first place. So why, why try and try and try and try to work? Make yourself miserable because you're not getting anything accomplished and then spend the weekend working really hard to catch up when you could just take the time off. And then when you do get to the weekend, you're, you're in much better flow and more productive because of it. Yeah. I mean, I confirm this for myself over and over and over that that is true. You know, that, that giving yourself that break is really, really necessary and really powerful and really important. You know, that's, that's when we actually make a lot of progress, whether or not it looks like, you know, crossing things off the to-do list, there's a, di- a different kind of progress happening and it's, it's equally important. So, okay, you guys, so we, we get to do that this week and play around with that energy. I want to thank you all very much for tuning in on Thursday. I am really, this is a great episode that we're going to be featuring this Thursday, just given the energy of the week. It is all, it's an interview. Well, it's, it's actually more like an episode with Donna and I talking about how to choose an astrologer. This is the number one question that we get asked all the time. I want to have a reading. Who should I have it with? This is going to be a really, really, really practical, helpful, useful episode for those of you out there who would love to have an astrology reading, but don't want to just like randomly Google and find someone online. You'd like some guidance. You'd like to know what to keep in mind when you're thinking about working with someone. We have an incredible freebie that goes along with this episode that you can download that's actually going to give you a lot of tips 
and, um, and a great starting point for finding the right astrologer for you because it is definitely not a one-size-fits-all conversation. So again, thank you very much for tuning in, for being a part of our community, and for making astrology a part of your life. We will catch you on Thursday's episode. Relationships, putting your dreams into action, your ideal career path, what themes are up for you to explore in the coming month. Find out now by downloading Astrology Hub's free lunar cycle calendar for the next month. The calendar gives you the details on the upcoming week's cosmic curriculum, including the theme, mantras, daily aspects, and journal prompts that you can use to work with the energy. Just go to astrologyhub.com slash calendar to get your free lunar cycle calendar now. That's astrologyhub.com slash calendar. Hi, this is Chris Kaplan, the producer of the Astrology Hub podcast. This episode is over, but check the show notes for links to products and services you've heard about during this episode. And if you enjoyed our show, please subscribe and rate using the subscribe button wherever you listen to your podcasts.